Hello, my sweet soul family, and welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, my name is Megan. I am currently in California, uh, the U.S. of A., and originally from Stovall, Ontario. Most of you might know me from my past life back in Ontario, back at home in Toronto. Um, Shout out to all of my OGs. If you are listening, hello. So much has changed. I feel like every time I come on here, I always have a new update because my life changes at rapid pace. And I don't record these very, very often. Um, I know I went through a little bit of a podcast spurt um, last month where I was pushing out a couple in like two weeks. I told you, I said, don't hold me accountable because I might not be able to continue this. However, um, I am back because I want to talk about a lot of things, actually. I've had a lot of clarity come through in the last couple of months since September. Um, The summer months were definitely a lot more heavy and dark and confusing and a lot of processing, a lot of emotions, a lot of unraveling, old beliefs, old stories, old wounds coming up to the surface to be healed. And finally in September, I think I gave you guys a bit of an update. I went out to Costa Rica for a work trip and a personal trip at the same time. And a lot shifted in Costa Rica. So that was about exactly two months ago um, that I got back from Costa Rica and I had landed back at home in Mexico. Um, And now I am making a home in California. So as I said, so much clarity has come through and a lot of death and a lot of rebirth. And now this is just our natural cycles of life. Absolutely. Um, You know, there's no... (laughs) There's no such thing as stagnation or stuck. Um, I truly think that we're always evolving and we are always growing. And so today I wanted to talk about growth, of course. Um, You guys know that I'm huge on growth and change and transformation, but specifically I want to talk about um, how society and social media these days is pushing out this agenda of spiritual awakenings and how people feel as though they need to have a massive spiritual awakening in order to change their lives. And I really want to debunk that and I really want to talk about what is actually going to change your life and what is really going to transform your current reality, right? So Before I get into that, I'll give you a little bit of backstory. I mean, I'm super transparent and honest and vulnerable here on the podcast. Um, This is my favorite medium of expression is speaking into a microphone, mostly because I don't have to worry about what I look like and I'm literally sitting in my hoodie with my hair up. Um, Not that I really care what I look like, but it can also be really distracting when I find um, myself on camera recording videos. So I prefer this and I get to just look out my beautiful window and see the massive pine trees and the snow covered mountains. And it's beautiful and the sun is shining and I literally have every single thing in the entire world that I've ever wanted. So I'm incredibly happy and we're going to see what beautiful things, what beautiful expressions flow out of me today. Um, And so, as I said, I wanted to share with you how massive spiritual transformations don't actually change your life. And they can, right? There's room to to be in both, but I want to share with all of you what's really worked and how I've taken my life from, I'll give you a bit of a backstory and kind of summarize it for anyone that's new here. 
how my life went from dull and boring, (laughs) serious, dull, boring, drinking, binge drinking alcohol on Fridays and Saturday nights with my high school group of friends in a relationship that was unhealthy, not learning, not growing, not doing the things that I wanted to do, always pleasing, always caring about other people's opinions and perceptions of me, um, trying to put on a front at all times, always trying to have my shit together, always trying to look good, look pretty, um, trying to impress and, and appease and please others, working in my nine to five job, feeling like my soul was being sucked out of me, having no real level of confidence. It was like a facade. Um, I felt confident when I went out drinking, but really not loving myself and really not loving my body, being in a state of unconsciousness and recreating patterns that were passed down to me and really just, yeah, unsatisfied, unfulfilled, unhappy with life, just going through the motions, just doing what I thought I had to do. Um, in living in small town Stouffville, where I grew up, um, and then even when I moved out to Toronto into the city, um, you know, still experiencing some of these same feelings. And then it even transitioned into smoking marijuana um, regularly and, you know, not really doing much with my life other than working and smoking and going out and um, partying on the weekends and thinking that that was fun and that was a passion and that was a hobby and not really having any other hobbies besides my yoga practice, which I used as a form of exercise. So that is in a nutshell what my life used to look like three years ago. And now (laughs) how do I encapsulate my life? I wake up and feel incredibly excited and passionate and powerful. I feel so confident and so sexy in my skin and within my body, coming from someone who has trauma and coming from someone who did not feel this and was so disconnected from their bodies. I now feel incredibly confident and sexy in my own skin, whether I'm wearing makeup, whether I'm wearing jeans, whether I'm wearing a black lace dress, or whether I'm wearing literally a hoodie and sweatshorts, okay? Um, Pursuing my passions and my hobbies all of the time, every single day, making time and space for the things that I love and creative output, working in my desired dream job, traveling the world with my best friends, finding the love of my life, living my my beach dream and making it really a reality, which I thought was never going to happen. Um, what else? I mean, the energy, the vitality, the vibration that I now give off is one of magnetism. I can't go anywhere without people noticing me um, and being drawn to my good energy and wanting to have a conversation with me. I am not here to sound cocky and to boost my own ego. And if that's what it sounds like, then I apologize for triggering you. However, I'm here to show you the difference in how my life looked and how it looks now. Um, So as I said, waking up motivated, passionate, sexy, confident, empowered, secure in who I am, incredibly happy and incredibly joyful every single day. And now if emotions do come up, I honor them and I respect them and I move through them. And don't get me wrong, I'm an absolute 
emotional mess sometimes and I cannot stop crying. However, there's so much less judgment there for my messy emotional side, that really beautiful, chaotic feminine energy that comes out. And there's so much more grounded practicality in who I am and this beautiful understanding of myself. Um, I feel like who I am today is finally a woman and who I was before was a little girl. And the soul essence has been shining through me just so beautifully lately in these like last six months. Um, Okay. So enough about that. You guys get the picture. You can understand the transformation and the difference between both of these. Okay. And so there's so many things that have happened in between going from being a girl and really coming into womanhood and coming into this empowered womanhood, because there's a lot of fake womanhood out there. There's a lot of women in their thirties and forties who are still acting like immature little girls, right? We hear about this all the time. Um, an older woman will feel insecure or threatened by another woman and she'll start to gossip about her. And so this is what I like to call the sucky little princess. Um, this is the part of ourselves that has not matured or developed and is still being easily triggered and feeling really easily insecure about their body, about, their weight, their appearance, their skills, their knowledge, um, their, their intellect, their mind, all of these things, right? So there's this insecurity within oneself and this can happen at any age. It doesn't matter, right? Age is just a number, but truly when we look towards older women and there's this facade of, of true womanhood, of true, um, queenship, right? Being in her queen energy, sometimes it can be a facade, right? Sometimes it can be a huge play and there's still these moments of ego insecurity and um, sucky little princess drama, right? Gossiping. So um, for myself, I, I was really in that. And, you know, I, of course, am still, it still comes up because I'm a human being. There's no such thing as perfection and there's no such thing as getting to the end of the point or the end of the line where you're completely, perfect on all levels and you can just navigate everything masterfully. Like that's an illusion, right? But for myself over this last year, I felt as though this was the process of really letting go of the ego, the insecurity, the drama, the sucky little princess that was inside this victimhood mentality and really stepping into this empowered, secure, loving version of myself. Um, and it's taken it's taken a lot of lessons and a lot of initiation, spiritual initiations. Um, and it's taken a lot of dedication and devotion to myself, right? Um, so that being said, the difference between who I was and who I am now is 1000% possible for you to experience. And what I want to break down is no, you do not need to have a massive spiritual awakening in order to experience this. And I know that I've spoken about my spiritual awakenings. I've spoken about my massive moments, I want to call them, these these huge moments that have occurred. And I've talked about them and how they have shifted the trajectory of my life. But I also want to talk about how that doesn't necessarily lead to 
real sustainable growth and change. Like in order for me to really step into this woman that I feel and that I am embodying on a day-to-day basis, right? The version of me that notices a trigger and doesn't act upon it and have an emotional reaction and can handle it with composure and can have a mature grounded conversation with her mother or with her partner or with her girlfriends if she's feeling triggered, right? Um, The old version of me would have been really upset and would have acted on an emotional um on an emotional upset or trigger right so the difference between these versions and how i navigate my life and how i communicate and how i show up right like setting boundaries expressing myself all of these things really has happened within the small daily actions so everyone has become so obsessed with having a spiritual awakening It is literally all you see on Instagram. If you're into any type of wellness, chances are you are seeing and being fed media about how to have a spiritual awakening or what it looks like or what it feels like and what it then means to have a spiritual awakening, right? It's almost like this sparkly little donut that's dangling in front of everyone's face and everybody wants to get this fucking donut and is like, let me eat the sparkly little donut, And so it's leading people to go to an ayahuasca ceremony out in the Peru, like the Peruvian jungles, Amazon forest, whatever, right? Everybody's wanting to microdose mushrooms because it's this new, I don't want to say fad because there is a lot of beautiful research in the treatment of mental health and mental illness, but everybody is wanting to reach towards this sparkly little donut hanging in front of them to have a spiritual awakening, to have a really meaningful experience. And now before I even go further, there's nothing wrong with these experiences. I think that they're incredibly profound. I think that they are incredibly life-changing and life-altering, absolutely, because I've witnessed it in my own life. And I think that as a society and as a spiritual culture or this community, we're lacking a lot we're lacking a lot of practicality, right? A lot of grounded skills and tools that help us show up in the day-to-day life. So I just spent six months in a spiritual portal. I was in a tiny little town that had no billboards, no newspapers, no advertisements. I did not watch the news. I mean, I don't watch it in general, but did not hear any updates of what was going on. I basically disconnected from a lot of my friendships and relationships, um, not completely, but I took a big step back and was really in hippy-dippy la-la land. So there is purpose in this and there was lessons and things that had to happen in this space, but The thing with spirituality and the thing with having spiritual awakenings that everybody has become obsessed with is that it's an escape from reality, right? We've grown up in a reality, in a society, in a culture that is, you know, the nine to five. It is the grocery stores, the massive grocery stores and Costco and all of these things. It is the the advertisements and the media and the the newspaper, right? It is all of these things that we have grown up within in in our society. This is reality. Um, And a lot of the spiritual culture and a lot of the spiritual folks that I've met and including myself are using 
spirituality as a form of escapism and as a form of avoidance, right? Everybody wants to have a spiritual awakening and wants to ascend to be an enlightened being or is working towards, you know, enlightening themselves and being this know-it-all guru, master, sage, wisdom, medicine keeper, all of these things, right? Everybody is working towards that goal, which is absolutely beautiful, And we are also forgetting the fact that we are human beings in a 3D world, right? We are having the human experience. And so, yes, of course, we are spiritual beings in a human body. We are a soul within a human body. Don't get me wrong. Nothing's changed in my spiritual practices or my beliefs. If anything, they've actually just been further validated and deepened, right? My relationship with God is strengthening every single day. And there is also the huge component of this human experience of this reality. And so really what I wanted to speak about is, you know, this this shift in this transformation has occurred over the last two years. And although I have had massive awakenings and I've I have friends in my life that have had massive awakenings and they've caused these shifts and these changes, the real work lies in the everyday. It lies in the mornings, truly. Every morning that you wake up is an opportunity to start again. It's an opportunity to show up and embody, truly be, right? Embody the version of yourself that you want to be. And now if this is somebody who is deeply intuitive and wise and knowledgeable, someone who's very calm and someone who's very peaceful, if that's what you desire to have or be in your life, you can wake up every morning and work on those qualities. However, you do not need to go out there and do an ayahuasca ceremony or have a mushroom psychedelic experience or do a breathwork somatic breathwork journey in order to become that version of yourself, right? How you choose to live your everyday life is who you are going to become. So when we are in a state of unconsciousness, aka we're not paying attention to our thoughts, our beliefs, our habits, our patterns, and our feelings, all of the things that go on inside of us throughout the day, if we're not paying attention to that, we're going to recreate the same patterns that were passed down to us from our families and we are going to be in a state of unconsciousness, right? So that is being unaware of what is happening and why you act in certain ways. Consciousness and lifting the veil of your consciousness means really becoming more aware of why you do the things that you do, where your thoughts come from, where your emotions come from, where your beliefs come from, and where your feelings arise, right? That is becoming more conscious. And now you have an opportunity to do this every single day. You have an opportunity to do this every single hour, every single minute you can become more aware inviting more mindfulness into your every day is going to have longer term sustainable effects compared to a massive spiritual awakening that everybody's reaching for right 
And don't get me wrong, once again, I love the massive spiritual awakenings. I am a somatic breathwork facilitator because last year, last November, I went to Hawaii and I experienced my first ever somatic breathwork journey. It was holotropic breathwork. It was intentionally curated to help you tap into a different state of consciousness and I experienced profound spiritual effects a massive heart awakening and my life changed from that. Yes. But in order for my life to continue to change and in order to hold on to all of the lessons and the knowledge and the wisdom and the clarity and the peace that I experienced in that breathwork facility, in that breathwork ceremony and on that week retreat, I needed to show up every day and make a conscious decision to implement my learnings into my life, right? I love giving people transformative experiences via somatic breathwork, and I will not stop doing that, right? So coming back to what I first said at the beginning of this podcast is that you can hold both realities at once, right? Our physical 3D material world is made up of duality, right? This and that, black and white, sun and moon, hot and cold, masculine and feminine, right? Like we are made up of the the dual forces of nature, the duality, right? So you can hold both realities at once. And I'm a huge advocate for these spiritual experiences, these profound awakenings, And I'm also a huge advocate of the daily work. As I said, my life has changed. I've had much success and a lot of happiness and a lot of love and a lot of awakenings because I've decided to show up every single day and lift the veil of my consciousness to decide every single morning I don't want to be a victim to my past. I don't want to be a victim to my lineage and the pattern, the unhealthy patterns that were passed down to me. So I'm going to choose to actively become conscious. I'm going to choose to be more mindful of where my thoughts are coming from, where my beliefs are coming from, and choosing new actions. The daily work is going to give you the most amount of sustainable, long-lasting growth and transformation. It has been one year since my Hawaii experience. I thought that like that was the most wild, epic experience ever, and it was. It absolutely was. I had no idea that by a year later, November 2022, that I would be moving to California with the love of my life, having a successful business, being a successful entrepreneur and hosting multiple retreats around the world with my best friends, and also experiencing a lot of pain and a lot of grief and a lot of shedding, right? I didn't think that I would be leaving my nine to five job at the end of May to pursue coaching and entrepreneurship and moving to Mexico for six months. Heck, I didn't even think I was staying in Mexico for six months. I thought I was literally going for six weeks. So what I'm getting across here, this message that I'm delivering to you is that stop reaching for the sparkly dangling donut in your face that you see on social media. You do not need to even do any of these big things in order to experience shifts and change and growth, right? It comes from our daily actions. And if I'm not repeating myself enough, (laughs) 
It is so powerful when we can wake up and decide to utilize every single day to become more conscious and shift our actions and shift our behavior, right? I also want to get this message across because I think it can be really daunting to people and really scary to people who have never stepped into the spiritual world or who have have never really had a big experience where it's shaken them because it, it's it's scary. It's really fucking scary. Um and I can get how overwhelming it might seem, the spiritual world, especially with all of the noise of social media and TikTok and all of these things that you're seeing, we're constantly being fed all of this information from social media. And, you know, there's a lot of great stuff. And if we're in a place of really feeling, you know, low and confused and sad and lonely and we don't know what's next, we maybe we just got our heart broken, maybe we just lost our job, maybe we just lost some somebody, right? We might be in a really heavy time period of our life and when we're being constantly fed all of these things online, on social, it can be really, really hard for us to navigate what is our truth and for us to actually hear ourselves. And now if you've listened to any of my stuff or you follow me on social, you know that I'm a huge advocate for listening to your own inner truth and listening to your own guiding light within you. Um, I really, really encourage all of my friends, my family, and my clients to cut out all of the noise of other people as well to stop listening to the advice of other people even those that you love and to really spend time with yourself in solitude and to find your own answers and come to your own conclusions because I I truly wholeheartedly believe we all have the answers inside of us right so when we want to have a change in our relationships when we want to have a change in who we are as a person, who we are as a woman, right? We really want to step up into this womanhood and we want to be acting from a place of true security and true confidence. And we want to have this empowered view of ourselves and we want to feel really safe in who we are. We have to be doing this daily work, right? We have to be building self-trust. We have to know that we can lean on ourselves and we also have to do daily practices that allow us to move past the consciousness of our ego, right? So our ego is our thinking mind. Our ego is that part of ourselves that is always thinking and is always talking to ourselves. If you haven't read the book, The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer, I highly recommend it. This book will help you understand the ego so much. And now the ego is great because it's here to protect us and it's also our cognitive Um, capabilities, right? It's our cognitive capacity in order to have intellect, in order to have dialogue, right? This is the prefrontal cortex within the brain. And so we, of course, we need this to operate and function as human beings. It's not going away anytime soon. That's side note. Another thing in the spiritual community is that, you know, there's this idea that we can just completely kill our egos and have these ego deaths. And yes, there are moments when our ego is completely shut down and humbled by experiences, but our ego is never going to go away because it's a massive function within our lives and how we operate as human beings and how we make decisions, right? But 
there is this beautiful, powerful aspect of learning to witness the ego, learning to take the seat of the observer um, and the witness and to really take a step back and to view your mind, right? To, to watch the thoughts that come through, to watch the beliefs and the stories and the feelings that come through. Um, because really every feeling, every emotion, every sensation is like a maximum of 90 seconds. And then the rest is all coming from these stories and these beliefs that have been curated within our mind over time. And this type of work is so, so powerful and potent, especially when we're doing it on a daily basis and we're taking it really slow. It's a lot less daunting and overwhelming when we know, okay, let me give myself like 10 minutes every morning to do something that invokes mindfulness, right? You've heard all of these terms before. These are these are really beautiful practices that have been around for many years. Um, and now, again, with the whole spiritual awakening and this massive transformation, there's a lot of noise out there and we're getting so confused and we're getting so distracted from the one real truth, right? Which is consciousness and which is bringing more mindfulness into our lives in order to change our lives. So we cannot change what we are not aware of. And it is a lot less daunting when we can decide, okay, let me just do like five minutes of breathing every morning. Let me do five minutes of journaling. Let me do five minutes of movement. Okay. And and the purpose of doing this is getting ourselves past our ego consciousness. So being able to witness the stories and the thoughts and the beliefs that are coming up and allowing us to really take different actions. And I did another podcast on this, why your awareness is not enough and why you need change, right? Why you need action in order to change. And so a lot of my clients and a lot of the women um, coming forward in my life lately has been have been giving me the same message, you know, They've done a coaching program in the past and it hasn't worked. They've been doing therapy and it hasn't worked. And which, by the way, there's a lot of scientific research out here saying that it takes like 10 years of talk therapy in order to make real actual change in real growth. Um, and I love talk therapy and it's been amazing for my own journey. However, we are missing the real real place of change, that real effect in where it comes from, right? It is the daily actions and it is showing up every single morning, changing your thoughts so that you can change your actions. And you hear it all of the time, right? I know that you hear it all of the time. It's all over social media, but yet it still is a battle. It still is a struggle to show up every single morning. And it's much easier to reach for these massive transformations um, or these massive experiences that will hopefully give us the big transformation, right? And so you're hearing more often people going out and doing this life-changing retreat or this life-changing experience, and they're sharing all of the beautiful, profound effects of it, and yet two months later, they're back experiencing the same things, the same thoughts, the same beliefs. They're going out and recreating the same patterns. So really, the message that I'm getting across to you, now you know, is to focus on how you spend every single day, specifically how you spend every single morning. And chances are this is probably something that you are having some troubles with and you are struggling with because it can be challenging to show up every single morning and to devote yourself to a practice that might not show progress right away. And it takes a level of dedication and commitment, right? It takes discipline. It's not just 
okay, I want to have a massive transformation. It's deciding that you want to live a different way, right? And it's not going down the route of quick fixes or quick experiences. It's going down the route of slow, daily, intentional thoughts, behaviors, and actions. And now, if you're coming from a lineage of addiction, if you know that who you have been in relationships is unhealthy and insecure and not confident and feeling unworthy, easily triggered, easily agitated, unable to make decisions, feeling like they're second guessing every single choice, including their partner. If you are a wellness woman and you love yoga and you love meditation and Pilates and spin classes and matcha lattes and chai lattes and hanging out with girlfriends and If there is this deep, deep feeling of loneliness and misunderstanding in all of your friendships and within your parental relationships and in your partnership, then I want you to send me a message because there is an answer for you. There is a solution for you and it is every single day. It is this practice of daily intentional awareness, lifting the veil of your consciousness every single day. And now my new six-week intensive is going to teach you everything you need to know so that you can really experience sustainable change and growth so that you can go from being that girl to becoming that woman so that you can experience that shift in how you show up in all of your relationships, right? So that you can feel less triggered, so that you can set boundaries, so that you can express yourself, you can take up space, you can feel really, really confident, you feel incredibly secure in your relationship and who you are, and you have deep and meaningful, vulnerable conversations with your girlfriends that leave you feeling connected on just, not just a surface level, but a soul level, Okay. I want you to send me a message if this is something that you are exploring and that you are ready to take action on, right? I am only available for the women that are ready to say, fuck yes. I know that I've been struggling with my morning routine. I know that I've been struggling with my daily actions and how I show up. I get lost in the sauce of Instagram. I get lost in the sauce of TikTok. And then before I know it, I'm triggered and I'm yelling at my boyfriend and we're having the same fights or I'm not experiencing the love that I want from my parents. I feel misunderstood by them, right? If this is you, then send me a message. Let's have a conversation, okay? I'm in the process of launching this new six-week intensive for the woman who is ready to take action, who's done with sitting around and waiting and hoping that her life is going to change without taking any action, okay? This course and this intensive includes a lot of beautiful offerings as well besides the daily mentorship. If you want to know more, check out the links in the show notes. Come to my Instagram. You'll find more details or send me a message and we can talk about it further. And you know if this is something you are ready for or not, okay? That's all from me on this side of the world. Um... I love you all. Thanks for tuning in and I'll catch you in the next one. Bye.